Ladies, 2019, we're here. We made it. It's 2019. I need you guys to be more excited that we actually made it. Woo! <laughs> Come on, more energy. I need you guys to feel it. Woo! <laughs> it's 2019, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the beginning of a new era. This is Uncensored with J.R. Arrows Roman. I am your host, J.R. Arrows Roman. Ladies and gentlemen, today behind the mic are my two very special co-hosts, and their names are... Mandy and Danny. Yes, we've been friends for what? I want to say five years now? We're going on six. six. Oh, yeah. How come we don't celebrate like our anniversaries? That's no. whack. It's not whack. We've been friends this whole time. Um, Is gifts included? I mean, if... The you gift is my present. You, y'all not getting no extra gifts out of me. I mean, the best gift is the fact that we actually call and text each other at the end of the day. I mean, I still ain't getting no Christmas gift. Okay, Manda, you are the most difficult person to shop for. You swear you have all the fashion with no damn fashion. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well, this is the beginning of the new year. And a lot with that, people have what they call New Year's resolutions. I personally do not believe in New Year's resolutions because I end up not even taking care of myself, I guess. <laughs> um, do you ladies believe in New Year's resolutions? No. Or so? No? No. No? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions either. I believe that if in a moment you know you need to do change, you need to do that in that moment because tomorrow's never promised to you. So I shouldn't wait to the new year to do something that I can change right there in that moment. But do you have anything short-term, goal-wise, that you, you think you can just say right now? I always say lose weight feel great but i still be going to popeyes so i don't know how much am i dedicated to this short-term goal okay i I do get to exercise when i do walk to popeyes and (laughs) from popeyes though i mean goal wise for 2019 it would have to be invest invest my time and energy into this podcast because it's definitely something that i've been talking about for a really long time. And I found something on, on the Shade Room on Instagram. And it says, it can take years of grinding with no breakthrough until that one year br- you break out. Don't give up. This is your year. Do you think anything that the post says has any value? Of course. When I first met you guys, I had just graduated with my master's from Virginia State. Go HBCUs! Woo! Woo! <laughs> and, um... I was working in retail and had a master's degree in biology, and I worked there for three years before I got a break where I was basically like an apprentice at this uh, charter school in Brooklyn, which led me to get a better teaching job, biology, in a school, another charter school in Harlem. So I definitely think that you need to be persistent, hungry, and humble and you will eventually get what you're setting yourself out for. Faith without work is dead, people. What do you think, Mandy? Well, for me, it ain't working because I'm still at the same place I'm at now, so it ain't working. What about you, JR? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, uh, I'm still working a nine to five, we'll say, but when I left, because we all used to be coworkers, but when I left, um, I was able. I was given the opportunity to work with amazing people. I got to meet amazing people, and for me to sit there and watch what 
watch her work with the PR team, the design team, and get her her line for the company is an accomplishment to just sit there. Because then I was also watching the models. I was invited to the fashion events. My name was on the list. So that's, you know, that's a stepping stone. But, you know, we're always looking for something better. We're always going to achieve, try to achieve something even, even more out there. Like, I tried to get my driver's license. I failed the exam the first time. The, the actual driving one. But then I had my permit for years. And then just recently, I got my license. And I know that's definitely something the three of us were trying to do for the longest. I never even took the test. <laughs> and I let my permit expire. So I have to go back and get my permit. And definitely, that is something I plan to have before the end of the next decade. The next decade. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give myself time, honey. So what, do you, what do you use as ID? Um, I have state ID. Amanda. Well, um, I definitely am putting um, my passport on my New Year's resolution this time. Uh, I want to go overseas, so that's definitely something I'm trying to do. <laughs> overseas where 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 you plan on looking at i need to go to thailand i need to go to paris i want to visit all these places yeah you've never been on a plane i have to i went to miami vegas oh i forgot <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't invited to those trips what's what's some of the highlights that y'all have from 2018 that you want to bring in to 2019? A raise. <laughs> a new job. <laughs> I got a raise last year, and now hope hopefully I get one soon. Mine's is traveling. Um, last year I got to travel to four states in three days with um, my students. Then I went on a cruise. Then with my new school, I went to Texas, and I'm just now in this travel mode. I don't have kids. I'm not married. So now is the time I feel like I just want to travel. Hopefully, I'll be going to Dubai for my birthday. I'm putting it out there in that atmosphere. <laughs> so, Danny, since you work in education, I just read that now for birth certificates, um, in the state of New York, I don't know where it is everywhere else, but in the state of New York, you can put gender neutral as an option for your kids. Do you think that's kind of damaging or it, like doesn't help anything with having a title like that? Because you work with kids. Have you heard like any issues with genders or non-binary, binary situations? No, I do have students who are openly gay in the school, but they they consider themselves the gender that they were born with. Um, I don't have a problem with people choosing for their own kids or individuals choosing for themselves not to be be preferred as male or female or the pronouns he or she. You should do what makes you comfortable, but you shouldn't also try to push that on everybody else. So. Amanda? 
Um, I think now in today's society, we are just moving away from the basics. I mean, if I'm going to have a child, uh, scientifically, there is just a gender A and a gender B. I think if gender A comes out with certain male parts, then they should be put down as a male. And if they are put down as a female, they should have female parts. I think what people ignore a lot of the fact is when you give your child boy or girl, they just assume as a man, you're going to be a specific way. As a female, you're supposed to be a specific way. That's why I'm not down with the gender binary I, I, I can't get on board with it because growing up I understand what what it was to be a, a boy and then people telling me you're supposed to be this way you're supposed to be that way whatever you're supposed to play sports I hate sports I hate sports because it was forced onto me so I don't like playing it I don't like doing anything sports like for that reason don't force anything on your child now with genders with girls too girls you clean up the house whatever the case is that's what i think people are misunderstanding about themselves and not to say a specific race is the reason why a lot of this is happening we're not going to say which one but we know which one (laughs) (laughs) this is uncensored um but i'm not I'm not gonna say here. If I, he has a boy, a penis, he's a boy. If he has, she has a V, she has a vagina. Agreed. She's a girl. <laughs> um, and, yes, uh, I do believe, like Amanda says, scientifically, that is how uh, people are characterized and stuff like that. And to Jr.'s point of what people are trying to do, I think, with not being gender neutral, is saying I'm not going to go with society's uh, requirements of what's a boy or what's a girl or what makes a man and a female. Not that they're going away from their scientifically born thing. It's just like, no, I'm not conforming to this is what a woman should do or this is what a man should do or this is what a man should act like or a woman should act like. I definitely are with them and that because you act according to how you feel. Yeah. Society shouldn't tell you how you should move as a woman or how you should move as a man or a boy or a girl. There's a lot of also what not with with transgender the transgender community, a lot of them. Like I'm not if my child was to come up to me and tell me if he was a boy, and was to tell me hey, I feel like I should have been a girl. I am not gonna go ahead and pump all these hormones into my child. True. It's a lot of chemicals. Like at the end of the day, you're doing a lot to your child. And then on top of that, your child is still a child. They barely know how to tell time. I really doubt they would know the difference between male and female. If it's a case where it's like, oh, she's a girl and she's a tomboy, that doesn't necessarily mean she she feels like she's a boy. Well, um, even then, even if your child comes to you and say, hey, they're a male boy, and they come to you and they say, hey, I want to be a female, they start doing things that are stereotypically female. They want to wear long hair. They want to get their nails done. They want, you know, eventually they're going to want to, you know, 
get a sex change. I seen something on the news where it was like a little boy tried to cut off his own penis. So what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like in the bathroom, and that's when their parents was like, "Enough is enough," because he was like trying to cut it off. So even then, I think the child knows the stereotypes around what is a male and what is a female, and you're never going to get away from what a female is and what you know in society they think a male is do you think social media has a lot to do with this too though because honestly um with me i blame social media for a lot of kids that are being bullied and they killing themselves because i growing up i was heavily bullied as a child and i never thought of suicide but you see this on the news and stuff like that or on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, like, the suicide rate has, like, gone up completely, like, really badly, especially for for younger kids, especially children of the LGBT community. Do you... Is there some type of fault on social media with that? I don't know so much if it's... Is it social media or is it a teaching of both parents and in the school of having empathy for others and also being accepting of others there's certain things that your parents teach you it's like be nice um be kind apologize and stuff like that but they're not very deep conversations on exactly how you be nice how exactly do you apologize and stuff like that? And because kids don't really have a guideline or not until recently they just got a guideline on what's bullying and stuff like that is when now people are, like, starting to pay attention to it. It's something that's always been around, but now I feel like social media has definitely influenced kids to, like, commit suicide because it's been reported. So they can go look it up and be like, well, this child was bullied. And what they did was they went and killed themselves. And it's like, that's my option because I can't find help from somewhere else. We didn't have access to that when we was yeah. growing up. So if you were bullied, it was just like, oh, I just take it. Yeah. Eventually it's going to stop. And it wasn't spoken about yeah. They target us about like having safe sex and not doing drugs. Like that was it. But but at the same time, I'm not saying bullying is any way okay. But I think at the end of the day what it did for me was just made me a better person, treat people better and see that the world isn't all rainbow and sunshine, you know? Like we can now you can tell who the bad guy is. Okay, let me not be this person. Let me not make the same mistakes that this person is doing. Let me not damage society the way that this kid is doing it. Because then if you look at it, fast forward, your bullies, where are they now? You know? It's like they spend all this time trying to bully other kids. And for what? And then supposedly a lot of it has to do with how they were growing up and their relationship is with their families and stuff. Regardless, you know, watch your kids. I remember when I was in school, there's this woman that was like, I'd rather my kid be the bully versus being the victim. Would you be okay with your child being the bully? 
definitely not being okay with my child um, being the bully. I believe in karma. So some type of way is going to come back to you, whatever you put out there in the universe. But I definitely don't want my child to be a victim either or a bystander. I need you to, if you see something that is wrong, I need you to stand up. Um, I think it was Martin Luther King who said, it is not the words of our enemies, but it is the silence of our friends. And you can't call somebody your friend and you watch them get bullied and it's just like, you're just silent. They're like, you need to stand you're better in numbers, so if you're standing up to the bully, that's one person, and y'all together are two or three, and you're standing up, they're not going to have a ground to go on to keep bullying. I mean, realistically, I mean, did any of you guys ever stand up to someone getting bullied? Because I know I, in school I didn't. If I seen someone getting bullied... I probably laughed along, even though I felt bad. I probably, to be honest, I probably did laugh along. And now that I'm older, I realize that that was part of the problem too. It wasn't bullying from my hands, but I participated because I laughed. When I, but when I was a kid, though, I was even now. Honestly, I'm very anti. What is it? Anti. Confrontational. Confrontational. I'm not very. I'm not into that. So imagine as a kid. Uh, that was not the first thing in my mind. The first thing in my mind would be like, go the other way. And my mom, she would always be like, if you see something, just go the other way. Because it's not worth for you trying to get in trouble too. And as a kid, I had two friends. People didn't like me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, in my middle school, I really didn't see kids get bullied they did crack jokes on each other but it was a back and forth type of thing and not necessarily a one-sided thing where somebody's just cracking jokes on the person and everybody's on the sideline laughing it was like yo mama and then yo mama type of uh thing i saw um also with that point you just also with the point that you just made is bullying worse today because we have social media and we are we can't get away from it? Because before it was just in school, but now it's following kids home. They have to see it on, t- on the internet. They have to get texts. They have to get pictures. Everything. So is it making it worse? I mean, yeah. If you're adding on to the fire that is social media, a lot of people think they're somebody because they got a thousand followers. You know, and yeah, a lot of people are making money off of social media because of like the followers and stuff like that. But yeah, social media does really bad because I, I think the last thing I ever thought of when I was a kid getting bullied was killing myself, you know. And then it's like you have all of these news reports and articles and stuff like oh, all these kids kill themselves because they were being bullied and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I had there's so much to blame towards social media. And I do you think, but do you think kids there should be restriction of how old they should be to join social media? Because I know in reality there is you have to be a certain age, like thirteen for Instagram. But people lie. Yeah, I was about to say they lie about their ages and they're already on there. And we're saying blaming social media. Social media is not a person. Social media is a thing. How are we blaming a thing without a pulse? It doesn't have blood. It, 
Yeah. Who makes social media? Who's on social media? Are the, the that is where the blame should be? If you're giving your child a seven hundred dollar phone, it is your right as a parent to see what you're doing on this seven hundred dollar phone that I have purchased for you. Oh, so you bullying? You don't need no um, phone. How about I'm gonna get you this Obama phone where you can only call four people: me, your daddy, your grandma, and your grandpa, and <laughs> that's it. Because you don't, you can't. Like handle the responsibilities that come with having a seven hundred dollar or more phone. But you know, kids, they're always gonna find a way. It don't matter if you take their phone; they're gonna log on to the computer at school, to the library computer. They're gonna find a way. But in schools, um, we have those websites blocked, so they can't do it. So when we say in school, they have them blocked, even if it's on their phone. They still can't access it with the type of Wi-Fi that we have there. So they would have to use their data. And if you took the phone away from them, then they don't have the the data. So it's not going to happen in school, per se, or at home if you took the phone away. Now, is there other access points? Yes, you can go to your homegirl, homeboy's um, friend. But as long as the parent... Is having the conversation with their child. That's the starting point. Because now I need to know why you feel it's okay to demean somebody else. And especially our black and brown children being from where our um, people have pushed forward for us to move from like that whole civil rights era. Why do you feel like it's okay to bully somebody. I think you, parents need not to be scared to have these conversations with their kids. I feel like schools, they don't have enough conversations about it until something big happens, like something major has to happen. And it's like, now when you're having the conversation, it's like the autopsy. It's the after all. You need to start yeah. putting in the preventive measures before you're actually going to see a change. A lot, but but still, I you know, a lot of people their their heads blow up the minute they get uh, a number of likes on Instagram on a post, and for for people to record fights and stuff like that, put it on Instagram. They do it all for the views. They do it all for the you know do it for the gram or do it for the vine. You know, that's why it's like you have to somewhat blame social media for a lot of it because you have now you have all this attention that people are following you, people are watching you. No, I feel like you still have to put the blame on the person. We are a society of instant gratification. Everything we do, we have to have it on social media. Like, oh, my boyfriend just bought me this and stuff like that. Like, why does the world um, need to know? You have a cell phone. Get yourself a group chat. And the most important people in your lives, you can send that um, stuff to. I mean, social media was made for you to be social it wasn't um out here to be made for you to build up your self-esteem nor was it here for you to be showing off or bullying it is a place for you to be social it may even build up your business but people have turned it to be something worse and have a negative things when there's so much positive things about social media but then also, who needs to get off social media completely is our Mr. 45 over here. Oh, I second that. Um, <laughs> okay. If he's 45, yes, needs to be busy 
putting in the works of how we can make this country great-er or bring it back to what it was before. Make America great you know? again. When was it great, though? <laughs> but whatever. Donald Trump needs to get off Twitter. I think just Twitter in general needs to just cut him off completely because if he's going to rant about certain things, uh, he's just being annoying on on Twitter, I guess. But I honestly am not a completely against him. Safe to say. Is that safe to say? Um, I'm completely against him. <laughs> <laughs> I second that emotion, Mandy. Can I just, I, can I ask, Amanda, are you registered to vote? Absolutely. Who do you vote for? Hillary. Why? I mean, she wasn't that great of a choice <laughs> either, but. She wasn't. I had to choose. She belongs in jail. Who um, I did not want. I also voted for Hillary. I had a special connection with her while I was at John Dewey High School. She was principal for the day, and I remember seeing her walk around my school with the Secret Service, and I just feel like women rock. So I was excited to see what she would have been able to do as a woman president. I already knew what 45 was about. Throughout his whole campaign. I used to watch The Apprentice, though. He was good on there. He should have just stayed on reality TV. Did Hillary shake your hand or anything? No. Um, I was only allowed to see her through a glass door. Oh, she's racist. She called black people predators. Yeah. So, mm. Mm. And next to what did 45, <laughs> all the things that he has said. Hey, okay. I didn't vote for 45 either. I barely wanted to vote for either of them. I did end up voting for Hillary, unfortunately. But... With the whole wall situation, I definitely do believe that there needs to be some type of, uh, the the law needs to be looked at for immigrations and stuff like that. But the, no, there should not be no damn wall. There's so much money that you you can move to put into education and all this extraness. Not not this stuff. Okay, no. Build better schools. Uh, forty five. <laughs> yes. Get yeah. the homeless off the streets. Mm-hmm. Like something, some type of refugee. Uh, aid for the homeless people, you know? And then also, if you're going to do that with $5 billion, why don't you give us universal health care, you know? Absolutely. I can't afford, if I if I get hit by a car, don't call an ambulance, guys. Put my ass in a cab, okay? I'm not paying $75 because... <laughs> just because you can run the red light. It's, a it's, five, it's $500 when you can get in an Uber for about seven. <laughs> I'll take her Uber for a 1000 Alex. <laughs> in the Uber, Lyft, Juno, Yellow Cab, Mexicana, okay? All of that over, but my ass is going to be bleeding all over the car, but you know, I'd rather Put down a um, garbage bag. Something. You'll be all right. You see, we got to carry garbage bags now just in case I bleed all over somebody's cab. No, but for real, like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what the real number was. I think it was like $15 billion or something like that for a wall, a wall. And then this wall supposedly is not even going to cover half of the border right Danny yeah something like that also why are we building a wall when it was what in the late um what was it the late 80s we were celebrating Germany pulling down the walls and now here we go wanting to put up a wall 45 have several (laughs) seats and all the seats in Yankee Yankee Stadium sit down just sit down and then you're going to have the nerve to shut down the government. I want my taxes. <laughs> Give me my money. I worked very hard all this year. I was paying my student loan bills. I want all of that interest back into my bank account. Because I'm trying to 
do some things for 2019. 2019! Do you think he cares? He, no. he, doesn't, yeah. he hasn't even shown his tax returns, so he's and he's living his best life. I honestly don't care about his tax returns. All I care about is my taxes coming back. Well, you're not getting it while his government <laughs> is shut down. Not opening the, the government. We need to move on with our lives and not pay taxes at all. Because that's not fair. That's so foul. The government is closed. Why are you charging me taxes? Everyone from the, uh, what is the TSA? They're calling out sick to work. They're not getting paid. Um, somebody else wasn't getting paid either. The people that Postal service is not going to get paid. Nobody's getting paid. So all of our taxes go into that. However, you know, our taxes also pay for schools and, and police force and the fire department. All this et cetera. Et cetera. You know, all this action is, you know, that's neither here nor there. But still, give my money back. That's not fair. I work hard, Daniel. Work hard. Oh, well, it is what it is. Anyway, um, Danny, Danny and Amanda, I know you guys got some celebrity gossip happening out there. What's the tea, girl? Pull it up. What's first? R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly, yes. Let's talk but about that let's, situation. Let's do it. I didn't really watch the show. Did you guys watch the show? Because I didn't watch it. I didn't see I the show. I did not. Well, R. Kelly is, as we all know, allegedly a pedophile. So that hasn't been going on. He's also been known to slap a hoe up a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> why is she Not to mention all these allegations against him for rape. But why is she a hoe? Oh, they, I don't know if they're a hoe. He's just <laughs> slapping them up. <laughs> but like, where's, uh, little girl, where's your mama? Where's your daddy? Why are you over here following? Are these women being kidnapped or are they like, being I believe baited. they said they're being seduced and they're promised a certain type of lifestyle, but it doesn't turn out to be um, that way. I, I haven't watched the documentary, so I really don't know. The point of this documentary is to silence R. Kelly as far I don't think they're trying to like prosecute him or anything like that, but it's like to silence him as a because he is a predator, allegedly. Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> Alleged. <laughs> ain't trying to get sued up in here. Ain't got no money. <laughs> um, no, but if you're 15, what are you doing? That's what, what I'm saying. What is your mama doing? Where's your mom? Where's well, your um, Where's your when I was listening, as my friend was watching it last night, and they had mothers and fathers talking about how they took their uh, one... These parents said they took their daughter to an R. Kelly concert for the dad's birthday, and he, she got pulled on stage, and then they went backstage, and they didn't believe that that could happen to their child, but it didn't. So it's not like a lot of these uh, people are coming from, like, broken families and stuff like that. It's just they say he has a way to change these girls' mind, these girls' minds, and, you know... End up living in a little compound. But what about the parents' mind? Like yeah. they should know better. Yeah. And then at the same time, in the same breath, it's like, okay, maybe you're baiting your daughter to to try to blackmail him later for some coins. You know, like that isn't that what uh, Chris Jenner did to her daughter? Took her sex tape and made millions of dollars out of it. No, isn't that the same thing? Like, where's the respect? But still, you is there any? Do we blame the little girl as well? Do we blame the parents? Because if you're 15, you know R. Kelly. What do you, first of all, what are you doing with a grown-ass man? Um, you know, a lot of people, this uh, topic has been breaking up families and people have been on social media saying that if you are blaming the victims, 
um, you two are part of the problem and that you support a pedophile and things like that. <laughs> I don't know. Wrong. Yes. Our I don't know. I don't necessarily believe that in people's heads. They're out here uh, really supporting. Like, I don't really think they're out here supporting, like, a pedophile. Like, oh, yes, go ahead and do that. But I do believe they just have questions, like, what was going on? And to question what happened as a victim to one get an understanding. I don't find there's anything wrong with that you, aspect of it. You definitely have to question things because back with Harry Weinstein and all of these people in Hollywood, how they're and now a lot of women are coming out and they're like, yeah, he raped me, yeah, he's, he drugged me, Bill Cosby, all these people. Yes, but you knew what you were doing when you got into that hotel room. You knew what you were doing when you went to the bar. You picked up the drink and all this craziness. You did that. Mm-mm. It's true. Um, As a woman, I think all of our mothers have taught us <laughs> that we have to know a situation and not to put ourselves in that situation. So what JR is saying is, you had to know, okay, <laughs> you invited me back to your house at yes, nighttime. Like, yes. what's going on? Ask me, I ain't going. No. I am not going. Because they can't, they can't not, they're not always drunk. Because there was a video, that was my producer, by the way. There was also a video that came out with, um, oh, what's it called? Harry Weinstein. A woman invited him in uh, either her hotel or his hotel. They, it wasn't like they were in suits, black tie, whatever the case is. They were... He was wearing a white tee. It's on YouTube. You can look this up. He was, yeah, he was rubbing up on her, all this craziness. But it's like, you over here recording it. Why are you recording it? So you can catch him in the act or to use it against him later. You know? Like, uh, certain women, they're definitely putting themselves in the situation. Like, that girl. Why would you record it? Why are we saying that enough? Why aren't we training men or why aren't we teaching men how to not? Um. Yes. So, um, getting to that point also, I do think it is one-sided. We're always taught uh, to not be victims, whether you're a boy or a young girl, of like, don't let a person touch you, don't let things... But there is no talk with kids of, what if I'm feeling this way? What if I feel like I'm attracted to my sister or I want to touch... Nobody's having those conversations on, why is it not okay to touch people without their permission? And what if I'm feeling like this? What type of outlet is like, what are the preventative measures? We're all talking about this yeah. and it's the mm-hmm. aftermath. This but is the autopsy. Also- of but, it where but, is the preventive measures but, what type of conversations or what age should you start talking to your children about yes. not being a predator and a victim yes. those conversations should go yes. hand in hand however when it comes to these women in Hollywood that decided to choose their career versus um, coming out against that the fact that they were raped or drug order cases then you made that bed you need to sleep in it because you can't come out six years like ten years later talking about yeah he drugged me but look at you with an Oscar award and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame you chose that life you decided I'm gonna sell out what what happened hold it hold hold on to it and now I'm famous like, I don't mean, I feel some people they need to tell their story as part of their healing process. I don't feel like people are blaming the victims what happened to them, but they're probably looking at it like how did you put yourself in that situation? It was not like, oh, you said he kidnapped you and threw you into his room. You said you voluntarily got a phone call and you went there and you was aware and you felt this uneasiness and you were aware that it was just you and him in a hotel room. you should have room. never went. 
then you should have never went. Well, I mean, that is how some of us women are trained to think of men as predators and you don't put yourself in certain situations. There are people that's like, no, not every person is a predator. This is legit. I'm going to go see what he's talking about because they have not heard stories. Now would a woman go to his hotel room if he invited them? It's probably a 99% chance they won't. But you would go with any any man, any male, to their hotel room. And you had to see the video, too. He was in a white T-shirt. You're not going to tell me if you're having a business meeting, because that's what it was. You went into that room for a business meeting. You see him wearing a T-shirt, and I think he was wearing shorts on top of that. You There had to be some type of question mark. Well, this wasn't, no, uh, let's just hang out. We'll talk about it on the side, whatever the case is. I would have been like, excuse me, no, we're not going to no type of room. Where's the board room? Where's this? Where's that? Take me to your office. If if it was your office, then we would be having a different conversation. But it wasn't um, his office. It was a hotel room. But then you put leave. yourself in that box. None of them left. None of them left. You decided you chose your career. That's what you did. You chose your career versus, okay, I'm just going to be, I'm, I'm going to come come at this man and, and sue him or try to get him arrested or something like that. You chose your career. And then you can't cry about it later. But still, at the end of the day, you like Bill Cosby he's almost 100 and then we and then people put him in prison after all these years and it's like he's like I'm not saying he's right but like why you waited so long why that was very questionable for me because I know he was trying to buy the network so I do think that played a lot into it him trying to buy the network what network Uh, what what network was he trying to buy NBC yes I didn't know either. Yeah, he was trying to buy a network, and you know they're saying that they were trying to get anything against him so that he could be stopped from buying the network. I mean, he's a rich man. If you, if I had money, I would buy a network too. So, I mean, I guess what it is, it is what it is. They decided to find something to use against him, not to buy a network. But regardless, at the end of the day, you decided to put yourself in that box. What do you think I, about the Louis C.K. one? Which one was that? He masturbated in front of a bunch of women, and they had a huge problem with that. Like, he didn't touch them. Attack the man! It was a huge thing. If somebody was jerking off in front of me, I would have thrown my shoes. Um, Or leave the room, or call the cops, or something. That's what I'm saying. But you know, most most people would be like, I was so shocked, and then that moment. I mean, on a biology level, we know that there is such thing as, um, what is it called, fright or... Fright or Yeah. So, you know, people What's just... What's so shocking um, about a man pulling out his penis? I mean, a man that you don't know, that <laughs> is that is shocking. So I'll never forget, I was at the train station on Nostrand Avenue, and if anybody knows where the C train is on Nostrand oh, yeah, Avenue, sorry. you walk uh, downstairs, and the man was just out there releasing himself, and I did get stuck on the stairs for... Yeah, I got stuck on the stairs for a few seconds. Hell no. And two, I'm and running I, on the no, other then, side of the room. No, then I um, ran back upstairs until the little thing tells me that the train was coming, and I just jumped on the train. I was in high school. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that that type of thing occurs. My thing was, I was just... I didn't mind so much of what he was doing, but oh, I just like didn't it. want... No, I didn't <laughs> like it. I just didn't want him to be like... Looking at me like, oh, like come join me or something of that But it didn't take time. you long to remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. Well, of course not, because I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be a part of it. 
I think this whole thing has to do with having conversations with children when they're young. Do not think that it is too big of a a problem to bring up to children. Talk to them of age appropriate. It but don't we already have these conversations with these no, kids? No, people have conversations with their kids about don't do drugs. <laughs> don't hit don't, don't hit people. Don't call out. If somebody touch you, come run to mommy and dad. They don't talk to their kids about being predators. They don't talk to their kids about being bullies. They don't talk about they tell their kids about cheating and all these other characteristics. They don't teach their kids how to show emotion. It starts at the home. Have conversations with your kids. But but still, um, I you know Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein. Bill Cosby, at the end of the day, all these people, they are definitely in the wrong for what they did. It's all foul. I just wish a lot of women decided to say something late, uh, earlier versus now. Because then, in some people's eyes, it is it ends up being invalid. Um, Not only that, but I get to your point where that allowed for more victims to, to be assaulted. Right. Because you didn't think, but I feel like whenever you get the courage... You had the courage to, now it's a pause on it. Now the, the lens is open wide so people see who they are. But let's not just say women. Let's just say people who just get abused because in the Catholic Church, we did have those little boys yeah. being abused by priests. Yes. Let's, yeah. And there's a lot of controversy right now, uh, well, in general, about the Pope and that whole, uh, the Vatican City. They're supposedly involved in a lot of craziness. With and it's not boys. just it's a lot out there well, in the streets. Speaking on that when you said why did they wait so long, um, we did have Terry Crews who just came out and said that he was sexually assaulted and yeah. he was made yeah. fun of. Yeah. So I can see why more he, people, especially men, made, are he, not coming out. But he was also they made fun of him because it was like, Oh, a man groped you. Why didn't you uh, you being this big man? And I'm, I'm sorry, unfortunately, and black, because they made it a race thing as well. You do, you let this man grope you and you didn't punch him out. Of course not. He's not going to punch him out because, because he would have been, you know. And it's a fright thing. And yeah. then if he did he punch him out, you the big black man. I did nothing yeah. but walk past him and he just punched me in the yeah. face. And yeah. people are more yeah. who's going really believe to believe that. Like yeah. you, you, you went in. Oh, so you went to church. They're not like, going to believe that. They're, they're more likely to believe like, oh, this big black man just hit you because, yeah, you probably bumped him a little too hard. So he mm-hmm. thought you was trying to fight him. So plus, he's not going to come out. But that also goes back to race. Um, little boys. When a little boy fall, it's like get up. A little girl, oh, you're alright. Thing like, let's teach your sons it's okay to show emotions. Okay. Teach your sons that if somebody violates them, that is not their problem. The same yeah. way you teach it to your daughters. We're now in a society where we're like everything is equal, but we're still raising boys and girls differently. Yeah, and then it's like. You, and then you want non-binary things. You want all of these things. But at the end of the day, there is definitely a difference between men and women. Like, it's just a fact. Like, if and there's no if ands, or buts, whatever the case is. Anyway, they, they are to blame. They do belong in prison. But, guys, if you've ever been assaulted, men or women, sex, sexually assaulted, raped, whatever cases, please, men or women, please say something. Because... No one, no one else is going to say anything for you. You want any type of help, please say something.
Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever podcast for Uncensored. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, we did it. It was a struggle. I'm very excited. It was a struggle. But, you know, this is the beginning. This is the first Sunday of 2019. There's so much more in store. Thank you guys so much for whoever's listening. Thank you so much to my co-hosts and my producers. Thank you so much. That's all I can really say. There's... I'm really excited for what this year has to bring. Okay, this is JR Arrows Roman. Please follow me on Instagram at JR Arrows Roman. Manda, what's your Instagram name? Um, Mandy underscore Minx. Danny, you don't want to share nothing? I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> oh, give him your number. Maybe you'll find somebody. <laughs> I have a man. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye.